Welcome to Set Apart Nation. My name is Shiana Gaines, and today we're going to be talking about basically like serpent, like serpent spirit, which we call the Python spirit. Um, first, before I begin with that, I wanted to say that I've been gone for a very long time, and I'm going to be only doing this podcast twice a month, and I don't know what days I'll upload it, so just keep looking for it look for updates, look for notifications, um, let's see, what else am I gonna go over, God has been really downloading, like, so many things into my spirit, so many things like wisdom and the spirit of poverty and the, how to, like, grow in stature and riches in God and so many things and, He's just making me realize that more boldness needs to happen. I need to stop being so nervous all the time. Like, stuff like that. Even right now, I'm trying to not be nervous. Like, trying to, like, listen to God and trying to convey what He wants me to teach. And today, I'm going to be talking about, like, the serpent spirit. And I got this from, I'm going to be giving a lot of scripture, but I'm going to give, like, in the Bible, there are like five different versions of the serpent in the Bible. There's the devil, there's Leviathan, there's a spirit, which is like Python, but they don't really refer to Python in the Bible. I haven't seen it yet. Um, I don't know everything. Um, actual snakes, and then a person or a group. And in the Bible, the first time we see a serpent is in Genesis 3, 1 to 14. And in the Bible, the serpent is possessed by Satan. And, or a spirit. And, well, Satan, because it says the devil. And it came to Eve and questioned her and had this whole conversation to, like, entice her to, like, eat the fruit. And the first thing Eve does is lie to Satan and say, well, God told us not to eat it or touch it. And that's not what God told her. And so Satan comes with a half-truth and telling her, like, if you eat this fruit, then you'll be like God and you'll know good and evil. And that wasn't the real reason why God told her not to eat the fruit and told Adam not to eat the fruit. It was because it was because God was like, you'll be ashamed of your sins and you'll want to leave me. And they didn't know they were sinning. They were kind of ignorant to it. And they were going to be like perfect mortal. They were going to be like Jesus. And that's basically what God wanted us to do in the beginning. Be more like, be like Jesus. Be like God. We are made in his image. And when they hide themselves, they're hi- they don't hide themselves because, oh, we're naked. They're hiding themselves because they realize that we just, we're going to upset someone that loves us so much and that we love them so much. I don't want them to turn away from us. I don't want them to feel angry at me. And that's what it was. And, um, 
the whole reason why Satan's whole mission is to like throw us off our game, derail us from like the mission of God, and basically when God came up to Adam and Eve and told them why did you do this, like he wasn't like questioning them like he didn't know the answer. He was saying, I already know. I already know why'd you do it. I, he was inviting them to basically come and speak with him, to apologize, to ask for forgiveness. And instead they blamed each other. Like Adam's like, Eve made me eat it. And Eve is like, the serpent made me eat it. And the serpent didn't say nothing because he already knows. The devil already knows that I am condemned either way. So I'm going to ruin everything in my path. So he didn't lie to God. He didn't give him an answer. He was just like, look, this, I'm just going to be quiet. And he already knew there was no point in lying to God. He already knows. He can't ask for forgiveness. He's already condemned. He's prideful. So, of course, he's not going to, like, say anything. So God cursed the serpent first because of his pride and because he was a willing vessel to allow Satan to enter him. And then... If the people, if Adam and Eve, honestly, if Adam and Eve apologized to God and actually allowed God, like, if they just apologized, I believe that God would allow them to stay in Eden, that even though they fell, they, like, they wouldn't have lived forever like Jesus. They would have died and had children and they would have worked on the garden and died and so forth and so forth. But that temptation of sin will always have been there. And then, um, and then later on we see, like, we see Dan in Genesis 49, 17, when it says, Dan shall be venomous, a venomous serpent in the way a fang snake in the path that bites the horse's heel so that his rider falls backwards. And Israel wasn't cursing Dan, but he was saying exactly what Dan, the tribe, not just Dan the person, but Dan the tribe was going to do, that he was going to be deceitful to his allies and deaf to his enemies. And this is one of those things as a person, as a group, as a servant. And then I go, I'm just reading off of the notes that God gave me in it says next time we see serpent is actually with Moses and God like has him throw his staff on the ground and the serpent comes up from it and basically back then the pharaoh had like a serpent on like that was a royal symbol on his crown the pharaoh and Moses ran away from it he was like I'm terrified of this thing like I've never seen like this happen before and it was a sign of God and God had that much power that he was able to possess a living object and make it turn from this to that. And even later on in Exodus 8, I mean, 7, 8 through 15, like, God makes the staff, told Moses to do exactly what he was going to do. And Moses and Aaron went and, like, dropped the staff on the ground the this staff turned into a serpent and um 
when the magicians of Pharaoh did the exact same thing, God's snake ate their snake. And God's so much bigger. And God was like, even then, I'm bigger. And he was using something depicted from Pharaoh's crown to show this is who I am. Like, I'm so much bigger. Like, you guys can try to imitate me. Like, that's what the serpent wants to do, imitate God. And even later on when God used, like, God uses a bronze image in Numbers like a bronze snake because he was mad at the people. So he healed the people by allowing them to look on a bronze snake. And then later on in um, 2 Kings 18 through 4, he has to remove the same object because they started thinking it to worship. They worship the creation instead of the creator. And the same thing like the bronze serpent all of a sudden, somehow the people thought of it as equal to God, and that wasn't the case either, and just so much, so much, so much, and, like, but God even says, like, even in Job, Job says, by his breath the heavens are cleared, and his hand has pierce the f- swiftly fleeing serpent which god is greater than the serpent god's greater than the devil god's greater and god just showed us right there he showed us from the beginning i'm greater than this this enemy he's not even on my level he's not my enemy he's our enemy he's humanity's enemy he's not god's enemy and God showing us like right there from the beginning all the way to Job that I'm greater than this serpent. I'm greater than this enemy that makes you lie, that makes you fall short of God's glory and sin. And even in um even in Psalms is Psalms ninety one thirteen God says you will tread upon lion the lion in the cobra the young lion and the serpent you will trample underfoot and God was telling us right then you're victorious are you allowing this enemy to keep tricking you are you allowing this enemy to keep doing this to you and it's just it's just God's like telling us hey you already won hey like the serpent thinks that he's outbested you. He thinks that he's greater than God. And he's not. And you think that he's greater than God. And he's not. It's just. This is just part one. And I'm just rambling. But even as I read the scriptures again. Because I haven't read them in a while. It shows me right there that God is so much greater. And it actually encourages me. Because I've been like going through some stuff and I know a lot of other saints have been going through some stuff and I never thought that oh the enemy's greater than God but it's encouraging to see like God tells us right there in the scriptures he tells us from the beginning all the way now we're in Psalms and God's like what the world you doing I'm so much greater than this enemy that you call your enemy and he's not even like 
worthy. Like, he might be a worthy adversary to us, but he's not even worthy to God. Like, every time I think of the enemy, I think of when Jesus said, I saw Satan fall like lightning. Like, he tries to even imitate God when he falls. And, because God's power is like, it's like lightning. And... I hope that really helped. I hope you guys understand where I'm coming from. I know I was rambling on about like a whole bunch of scriptures and I just thank God for just revelation. Like that Genesis thing hit me in the face. Like if they just repented, God would have had them. Like God would have just said, okay. I mean, you wouldn't have been immortal. God would probably still have to send Jesus, but reals so god i thank you for your word i thank you god for just blessing us for allowing us to have good weeks a good start out to the week a podcast i thank you god for divine wisdom i thank you god that we know that our enemy's defeated and he's a defeated foe right now in the mighty name of jesus and that we will keep our heads up. More boldness. I declare and decree more boldness on your people, God. More boldness on your people. The God, we will not allow the enemy to like try to win. We will not think that the enemy has won. We will declare and decree that he's a defeated foe. And that he will not prosper. He will not win. In the mighty name of Jesus, I pray. Amen. I thank you guys for listening to Set Apart Nation. And... Allow someone else to listen to this. Just say, hey, there's someone else that has a podcast. You should listen to it. It's only like 15 minutes. Um, just stay encouraged. The enemy is a punk. He really is. He, think, he always tries to kick us when we're like the lowest or when we think things are going real good. And he like kicks us some more. And it's just funny how he just thinks everything's his. God's so much greater. Alright guys, bye.